We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Gunners Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's October 19th, it is 2022. We have 12 NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. I will figure out the intro <laughs> with this new YouTube stuff. Um, I- I'll figure it out tomorrow. Like I-, I specifically made sure to make a note to take off what i needed to take off and i did not do it and did it again so over two on entering the show with the new live uh shows here on youtube but joined again today by my good buddy will priester the chief he is the justice 06 what's happening will nothing much brother it's nba season uh pretty much hopping back in full swing right away um two games and we got a pretty big slate to talk about tonight so uh, no rest for the weary. I'm not weary. No no rest for the not weary as well. It's, I mean, we're in this thing. NFL, NBA, NHL, all conversing on us at once. Uh, converging, excuse me, I said conversing. Converging on us at once with baseball, you know, still plugging along in playoffs. 
good time to be here. It comes every year. Always, always a great time. Yeah, 12 games, uh, nice little two-game slate. Uh, we just got done watching. We ended up watching the, the last few minutes together um, of the the Celtics and the Sixers. Fantastic game. We talked about it yesterday. We knew it was going to be a fantastic game. Um, so um, pumped that, you know, that game went well. We're going to record during the Golden State Lakers game, kind of get to see how that uh, plays out. But, I mean, that's fun. You know, basketball's back. We are live now at, you know, night before when we're recording the podcast. That's kind of cool. People can interact with us on YouTube and in chat. And it's it was fun. I mean, we had some people interacting with us yesterday. Uh, we have Derek in chat right now saying, what's up? What's up, Derek? Um, hanging out here on a Tuesday night. So most of the time, these podcasts are going to be between 10 and 1030 um, on the East Coast side of things. So if you want to hang out with us live, uh, it's fun. So. I was checking YouTube um, comments and stuff like that throughout the day. So, I mean, if you have questions for us, feel free to reach out to us um, on the comments or on Twitter. Um, but we are brought to you by Sleeper Fantasy. If you haven't checked them out, head on over there. Use promo code GRINDERS. Love what they're doing over there on Sleeper. Really easy to use. We're one in, we're one and two right now. We got to see what LeBron does, but Will nailed his Jalen Brown pick yesterday. So on the morning grind game, if you missed that, uh, it was like 21 and a half and Will called the over and I think he was at 29 last time I checked. So yeah, absolutely yeah. crushed that. So if you haven't, uh, if you haven't checked out sleeper, make sure you check them out. Use code grinders. If you already have an account over there, you can go to the podcast description and click the link. And that way you can join the RG squad. Will 12 games. We're going to jump right in. No messing around today. Uh, we had yeah. some fun yesterday. We, we are not messing around today. We start with Washington at Indiana, 227.5 total here. Washington is a two-point favorite. Carey um, is questionable for Washington. On the Indiana side, Neesmith and Smith are both questionable, and Tice is out. Uh, let's start here. Washington, 227.5. They have a really nice implied team total. What do you like here for the Wizards? Well, I, I, I want to see how this team comes out and plays. I feel like Porzingis could be slightly underpriced um, at 7,800, depending on, you know, kind of how they involve him in this offense. Will Barton at 5,200, I mean, if he's going to get minutes, he could be underpriced as well, depending on how it shakes out. Uh, Bradley Beal is still going to lead this team. I'm sure Rui Hachimura is going to get some minutes. Rui at 4,700 feels uh, slightly cheap as well. Um, so I feel like everybody's maybe underpriced except Bradley Beal, who's probably right where he should be uh, to start the season. How long before Hachimura takes Kyle Kuzma's starting job? Over under 22 and a half games. Um. Uh... I'll take the over. All right. All right. I, 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 I mean, like <laughs> I, I like Hachimura. Um I, I, I don't know how much I'm gonna play him to like start the season because his price is he's kind of priced appropriately. But I, I think like if Kuzma doesn't play well, this dude is going to eat. Um he's gonna have a lot of usage on that second unit at the beginning of the season, but I mean, it's really going to be interesting to see what Washington looks like here. Um, do they continue to play fast? Probably. Um, 
what does Monte Morris, Bradley Beal backcourt look like? Uh, what does a Kuzma Porzingis front court look like? Like, Will Barton's going to get some open looks for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting spot. They have a really healthy implied team total. I'm with you. I think Porzingis would probably be my favorite tournament target in this game. Um, I'm really interested to see what he's going to look like. They're going to need his size in this game with Miles Turner um, on the other side of this game. So I don't mind Porzingis, and we know the the ceiling that he's capable of. Let's talk about uh, the Pacers side of this game. Halliburton Duarte back backcourt here. Um, really interested to see how this all kind of plays out. Duarte started the season so good and then just kind of faded out there. Was it rookie year, you know, Highs and lows, or was it just, you know, something else? But what do we what do we like here for the Pacers? Well, if if this is anything like last season, the Pacers didn't play any defense. Washington uh, should play fast enough for for these teams to eat. And so Halliburton at seventy two hundred, right out of the gate, probably a little bit too cheap. But uh, this is a guy that you know in this offense, the way it's looking should probably put up 40 plus fantasy points. You know, I don't want to at by the end of the season he probably averages what do you think Stevie 38 fantasy points a game if he's healthy completely. Probably averages around 38 39 I would think. I think at 7200 coming out of the gates probably a little bit too too cheap. Miles Turner at 6k man, he he's got some upside. I'm just not sure how it's all going to come together. Buddy Heald at 6,100, a guy that's going to be chucking. Uh, I don't mind him in tournaments for sure. Like, he puts up 40 in this spot. Like, that's a that's a really, really, really good good, uh, good fantasy mark for him. You talked about Duarte at 4,600. Um, I mean, if he's going to get big minutes as well, um, anywhere, anywhere in the 30s for him at 4,600 is too cheap. If Jalen Smith – ends up missing this game with Tice already out. It will be interesting to see if they start um, Jackson or Brissett next to um, Turner. So NBA season news matters. Um, you know, you have to be checking news throughout the day and, you know, towards lock, but pay attention to this. Um, could be a good value opportunity for one of those guys, but just uh, just want to say like I'm I'm probably gonna end up playing some Duarte. I, I think there's a road for him to play 30 to 35 minutes a night um, in his sophomore season, and he's 4600 here in a game that should have a ton of pace with very little defense. Um, so I, I like Duarte uh, for tournaments here at 46. So moving on, we got uh, my Orlando Magic at Detroit. Two seventeen and a half total here. Detroit a three and a half point favorite for the Magic. Fultz, Harris, Isaac, Moritz, Wagner all outs on the Detroit side. Bagley, Burks, and Livers are outs. Um, so I, I mean, Magic kind of shorthanded here. We saw this a lot last year with the Orlando Magic. Um, we should see Cole Anthony Suggs, Franz Wagner, um, Wendell Carter Jr., and I would assume they start Paolo. I'm excited about He's got to start, right? Yeah, like, I, I'm, no way he doesn't start this game. You know I'm excited. Um, 
<laughs> you listen, DraftKings is excited about him too. He's sixty eight hundred. He's the highest priced Orlando Magic player. Um, it doesn't make any sense, but again, <laughs> talk to me here about the Magic. Uh, I still for, in this game, Stevie. Believe it or not, I, I hope Wendell Carter gets thirty to thirty five minutes in this game. Like at sixty one hundred, I do. I do hate that he's at center only. Like I wish he was power forward center. I'd be yeah. thoroughly excited if he was power forward center. Having him only at center really locks me up. Like I got to play him at center utility, so I don't really like it. But I, I think he's got immense upside in this game. Cole Anthony, we're at the beginning of the season, not the end of the season. So I'm expecting big minutes better, Cole Anthony. And so he should come out firing against Detroit at 6K. I don't mind playing him at point guard. Uh, we're going to, I mean, I don't think the Magic are going to be great this season, but they will be fun, I think. So I, I like Anthony. I like Wendell Carter Jr. I think Paolo is a little bit too expensive for me right now. I think if I was going to play Paulo any would be a Fandle at 6K. You can play him at small forward. He's going to play a lot of minutes at the four. Um, and you're getting nice position eligibility on Fandle uh, for Paulo. I, I do think, like, there's a road for this guy to average 2010 uh, with this Magic team. Very young team, still somewhat rebuilding. Um, I mean, they could potentially finish, like, seventh or eighth in the East. I mean, maybe that's just the fan in me. Looking at this roster, though, I think that's what they could potentially do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Wendell Carter Jr., he's he's power forward eligible on Fandle. Uh, that's where he becomes even more interesting. But either way, like Wendell Carter Jr. a lot. I don't love the guards, but I don't hate them. Um, I just don't know where the usage is going to go between Anthony and Suggs. If I'm playing anybody, it'd probably be Franz Wagner out of those three. But I'm not going to go too crazy here with the Magic. Um, I, I don't think this is going to be like a higher scoring game on the slate. Let's talk about uh, the Pistons here, Cunningham. We got Jaden Ivey. I hope he starts um, another. We get two of the, the best rookies coming into the season facing off against each other here with Paolo and uh, Jaden Ivey. What are your thoughts here on the Pistons? Uh, I mean, Isaiah Stewart at 5,400, he's got multi-position, positional flexibility. Um, I'm not sure how much they're going to use no, uh, Nerlis Noel, if at all. Uh, feels like a, feels like a good spot to play him, um, at 5,400. Once again, I just, I think the price is too cheap, mainly because we already know Marvin Bagley's at playing. So I, I think that's a good deal there. Uh, Cade Cunningham at 7K kind of came on, uh, at the end of his rookie season, uh, started kind of showing us the cave that we we expected. This is tech, this is year two, or should we call it maybe year one and a half? Uh, didn't play the full season last year, but uh, I like Cade at seven K. He's got some upside uh, at home, opening night for for their team. Uh, I like him a lot. Jay Ivy, I'm sure, uh, is going to play big minutes as well uh, at sixty four hundred. I, I think he's okay. I'd much rather play Cade. I trust Cade to get it done in this spot. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely concerned about Cunningham and Ivy's usage. Um, maybe that hurts Bogdanovich the most out of those three. Like maybe Ivy just kind of takes some shots away from Bogdanovich. Um, maybe it hurts Bay. Like Ivy's going to put up shots. Cunningham's going to put up shots. Isaiah Stewart's way too cheap for 
potentially getting 26 to 32 minutes here. So um, I have a ton of interest in Isaiah Stewart because I, I just don't see Noel playing a lot. And the Magic are going to play big. They're going to play Paulo. They're going to play Wendell Carter Jr. They're going to play Mo Bamba. Um, so I think that's where Isaiah Stewart is really interesting. And I, I love that call by you. We got uh, Chicago at Miami, 216 and a half total in this one. Miami is a six and a half point favorite. Ball is out. Levine is questionable. That's potentially big news that we'll have to pay attention to. But they did release their starting lineup already. Uh, Levine is in it, I think, isn't he? Yeah, he was in the starting lineup that they released on Twitter. So I think he's going to play. I'm not too concerned about that. Um, Oladipo and Yurt Seven are both out on the Miami side. Let's start with Chicago. Um, Will we, like I said, they they already kind of released what they're doing here with the starters. You got DeSomno, Levine, DeRozan, Williams, Vooch. Um, we saw when DeRozan, Vooch, and Levine were on the floor together last year, the usage was really spread out, and we didn't see like monster games most nights. Slow game here going into Miami. One of the lowest totals on the slate here. Um, do you have any interest in the Bulls? I do think Vooch is slightly too cheap, like at 7,200. Like, th- there's probably some value there. Um, and I, I, I suspect he won't get much ownership unless projections come out really well on him. So at 7,200, I'm still willing to roll Vooch. DeRozan at 8,800, um, he could get the job done. But I, I think there's better plays at his price range. On the slate overall, Zach Levine at 82. I feel the same way. Like there's just better plays in that price range than the than the stretch and play those guys against Miami. But I do, I, I really think Vooch is probably a little bit too cheap. Like he probably should have come in at 7,800, not 72. So I, I like him a, a good deal. He's the only one that I feel like is getting a, a nice discount. I mean, Williams is 4,600. Don't know like what we're gonna see too much from him. Like Vooch is gonna hog a lot of the rebounds. Um, but I, I agree with you on Vooch. DeRozan, Levine probably too expensive for this matchup, but I mean Vooch against Bam should be a fantastic matchup in its own self. Um, so yeah. Miami side of this game, I mean, it, it's expected to be Lowry, Hero, Butler, Martin, uh, Bayou. Any interest in Miami in this spot? For the same reason I like Vooch, Stevie. Bam Adebayo is 6,400 on me. I know. I saw that. I saw uh, that when I was researching this late, uh, like an hour ago, and I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, – I, I don't know what that is. What? Uh, where, where I feel like Vooch may not get the ownership, Bam, on the other hand, is probably going to have tons of ownership – at this price, like I, I just, I mean, Stevie, even on a twelve-game slate, I gotta imagine Bam is pushing north of thirty percent at this at this price level. Like it's, I, I gotta assume that. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I think that's that that's just too cheap. Tyler Hero, big contract extension, six K. I'm gonna make him prove it to me in this spot. That might that price might be too cheap to start the season. But I prefer, excuse me, just to, to see him get rolling. Um, where are you at on Duncan Robinson? Like, how many minutes do you think he gets in this game? Because at 35, I know all he's going to do is shoot. He's not going to do much else. But, I mean, 
man, if he's on, like, he could pick up 25 fantasy points. I know, I know he averaged 17 last year. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, like, 3,500, he might be worth a flyer. Yeah, I mean, he should be the usage guy off the bench, right? And uh, six to eight game slates, I love usage guys off the bench, but opening night, okay, opening night was technically Tuesday, but we know this is like the real opening night, Wednesday night, yeah. 12 games. It's 12 games. There's a lot of mispriced players. I just yeah. don't know if we're going to necessarily need Duncan Robinson, but – he might be one of a handful of guys under at, at this $35,000 mark on DraftKings that puts up double digit shot attempts. Um, so it's a catch 22. Do you need it? We'll see. Um, I mean, it's NBA. You can't really start building lineups until later in the day anyway, but like I, I messed around with lineups before we went live and like, it's really easy to build lineups. You're going to like, so yeah, we'll see how it plays out. But, I think Butler is too expensive for this matchup in particular. I think Bam is the play here. I'm going to play Tyler Hero a lot this season, but I don't think this is necessarily the, the right spot. Or is it? Is is DeRozan and Butler going to kind of cancel each other out and Hero going to get Zach Levine defense and Hero's going to have the game? So, I mean, if you're in that type of like, oh, I'm going to play some Vooch, and I don't want to play Chalky Bam with Vooch. Maybe it's Hero who you kind of pair and correlate with each other. Yeah, I, I will say Hero is probably the tournament play, the big tournament play on this team. I, I You know what I mean? Like at 6K, he could, he could put up 40-plus if he's on. He's probably the big tournament play, especially if some of these other guys come out flat and he's stroking it. Hero in tournaments for sure. Like he's gonna chuck. Sure. He's gonna chuck. So yeah. All right. Cleveland at Toronto, 214 total here. Toronto is a two and a half point favorite. Uh Rubio and Windler are out for Cleveland. On the Toronto side, Birch and Boucher are both doubtful. Otto Porter Jr. is ruled out already. Uh, we'll start here with Cleveland. Donovan Mitchell um joining this this you know roster here. No more Sexton. Um, the guy that I think I'm okay. The guy no that I'm the Laurie most. Markin. He's gone. Sent yeah, marketing's gone too. Um, the guy that I'm the most interested in coming into the season for the Cleveland Cavaliers is Evan Mobley. I think that he has a massive ceiling overall if he can stay healthy. This is a guy that if he gets that 32 to 35 minutes a night, could just absolutely mash in any matchup. Toronto likes to play big. Talk to me here about Cleveland. Yeah, like this should be, and I, I know I'm using the word fun to start the season because I don't want to call anybody good yet until we we see them play some games. But Cleveland should be fun with, with Mitchell on this roster, right? Mitchell, Garland, uh, Karis LeVert still there, uh, Mobley, Kevin Love, Jared Allen. Like this team should be fun. I don't want to play Mitchell right out of the gate at 8,500. That's probably a mistake. Um, but, you know, they still have a lot of guards. Now, I'm sure they'll mix and match and stagger these guys a bit with Levert, Mitchell, Garland. Like, I, I'm, I'm almost positive they're going to do that. Um, but I, I want to take a wait-and-see approach with Mitchell. At 8,500, he should essentially get up a bunch of shots here. Um 
and be be one of the main contributors. But I, I want to see the upside first, and, and I'm just I'm just willing to wait for that. Um, I, I don't really want to play too many guys from Cleveland outside of Karis Levert at 5,300, really. Like, I think he's good value, um, and I can find, you know, some upside from some other guys that I know are just going to dominate in their matchups. And one is coming up here real soon. My favorite play from Cleveland is going to be Mobley. Um, I'm just going to – like I said, I'm very high on him coming into the season. I'm not going to wait on my – exposure to him and I, I think he's under 6k he's 5900 like I, I can tell you right now um i'm gonna be playing mobile here on the toronto side of things one of the one of the other reasons that i'm really interested in like mobile in general is like it's gonna either be like scotty barnes or og on evan mobley with siakam on allen like clear mismatch right out of the gates for mobley um what are your thoughts here on the toronto raptor side of this game well, you know, are, are they going to continue to give these starters? I know, I know, we're early, but man, these starters—Van Vliet, Siakam—these guys played big minutes. Stevie, yet again, another mispriced center, but they've got Siakam at center only. This, this is a—I mean, I think if they had these guys at power forward center, Stevie, we might actually have four centers today. Um, we'd use one for the power forward spot, one for the center spot, one for the forward spot, one for utility. Like Siakam is another guy that's too cheap. Um, I'm probably going to double center play him and Bam or something like that. Like it's just too cheap, and, and that's that's how I feel about it. Um, no, no way in the world I feel Fred Van Vliet should be more expensive than Pascal Siakam. Like I, I just don't agree with that. So I think that that's a misprice. Uh, OG at fifty seven hundred. I don't mind. I don't mind OG as well. Uh, I think those are my two main guys. All right, we got the Knicks at the Grizzlies. Two twenty six total here. Memphis a five and a half point favorite on the Knicks side. Grimes is out on the Memphis side. Brooklyn or Brooks is doubtful. Um, Green and Triple J and Williams are out. Uh, so a little bit of injury news here on Memphis. Uh, let's start here with the Knicks. Jalen Brunson, Will? Question mark? Like 60. I know he's kind of pricey here, but is he going to be the point man for New York and like have that role where like he's going to have like that double double upside with assists and points? Well, they've overpaid for him to do do just that uh so well i mean i think he's probably too expensive here on this slate but i'm i'm really interested to see what his role looks like stevie honestly you know based on how their team is set up like okay you've got brunson d rose quickly will come off the bench evan fournier uh, of course rj is going to be there chucking you got randall you got mitch robin obi Hoppin should essentially probably have minutes in the I'd say don't you think Obi Toppin plays 28 to 32 minutes this season now this is year three like they got they got I mean he started playing last year I, I feel like he's gonna play bigger minutes this season I I think I think Brunson might be a sneaky upside play on this slate it's just that they're playing Memphis and this is gonna be a tough matchup right out of the gate on the road but I don't. I'm actually not 
afraid to play Brunson at 6,900, considering the fact that I think he's going to get up a ton of shots. He's just going to have the ball in his hands a lot, right? Like Fournier is yeah. not a – he's an off-the-ball type of player. I mean, you will get R.J. Barrett, but he is someone that likes to – this is like one of those guys that like likes to get open and you know tight to t- like take shots. He's not a guy that like typically has the ball in his hands. So I just I mean I think Brunson's gonna have the ball in his hands a lot in this on this team this season. Um, we'll see how it like plays out. What his role is gonna look like throughout the year. And I mean Fanduel and DraftKings didn't do us any favors um, here. They're both uh, they're both a little a little pricey. So. Um, let's go to the Memphis side of this game. And, you know, a, a guy that I think has really taken the next step already, but I, I, I could see just looking at this roster in general, like John Morant might be like Westbrook five years ago. Um, so will talk to me here about Memphis. Talk to me about John Morant. Like Desmond Bain is good. Don't get me wrong. But Ja is a star, um, and he is going to be a guy that we're going to be paying 11K for in matchups this year. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, And right now, he's 9,900, I think. I think that's where Ja is. Yeah, he's 9,900. I mean, does he he take off for 55-60 in this game? Like, is that that the Ja we get? I'm not sure. Uh, he may not be needed to score that many in this game, but he's definitely a big-time tournament play. Like, I, I, if you said, hey, John's my favorite player on the slate, fine. Lock him in. I, I'm, I'm game for that. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no way. Um, so, I, I, I like Ja. The Knicks did have struggles guarding the point guard position last season. And, you know, while I like Jalen Brunson – and I, and I think he he wants to play defense. He was a pretty good defender in college. I know he's, he we've got NBA film on him as well, but I mean he's no match for John Moran. Period. So I, you know, I, I think John's going to be just fine. I don't want to play too many other guys though. Like Desmond Bain at sixty one hundred, he's pretty much priced up to where he should be right out of the gate. Um, you know, Brandon Clark at forty nine hundred might be good value if he gets twenty five to thirty minutes. And then, you know, you got Steven Adams at 5,800. You know, if he got 30 minutes, I wouldn't mind that either. But all in all, it's mainly the John Morant show for me with the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I really just don't see – I could see Brandon Clark maybe with Triple J out. I think there's a road for Brandon Clark to play 30 minutes. Um He's under 5K, so I think Brandon Clark would be my second favorite here from this team. Uh, I think he's a really interesting tournament play. Uh, it'd be really interesting to see if they start him or not, but I think either way, uh, Brandon Clark is a is a really interesting um, tournament play that's under that's cheap. So let's get into one of my favorite games of uh, the night here: Houston at Atlanta, 232 and a half total here. Atlanta's a 10 point favorite on the Houston side. Tate and Washington Jr. are out. Uh, Bogdanovich is out for Atlanta. Will, if this game can stay remotely close, it is all of the fantasy goodness. Um, 
starting with the Houston side here, Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, Jabari Smith. It, are we going to see Sen Gun finally unleashed here? I don't see why they wouldn't. It like, sure looks like it. My it gosh. sure looks like it. Um, I, I mean, I'm really excited because no one on Houston is over 6,600 on DraftKings. And this is this is projected to be one of the fastest, if not the fastest paced game on the slate. Like, Will, talk to me. Talk me off the ledge if you want to try, but I, I love the Houston Rockets today. Yeah, Stevie, another center. Alperin Singoon, 5,600. Uh, man, I mean, I just – gosh, man, these centers are so cheap today, Stevie. It, it, it's insane. Jalen Green who really started picking it up last season, Stevie, not only with uh, the score, the actual scoring, but the shot attempt, Stevie. Close out the season, this guy was, I mean, getting close to 20 shots a game or more every game. If he's going to kick off the season like that at 5,400, he's too cheap. And I don't care if he doesn't come through for us in this game. He gets anywhere remotely close to, to 20 shot attempts. He's going to pay off 5,400 in his sleep. So, Probably him and Singoon are probably my favorite uh, Houston Rocket players. And then, you know, Kevin Porter Jr., if he's going to get big minutes as well at 6,500, a guy that can dial up the assist and score, I like him a lot as well. Like you said, though, Stevie, we need this game to stay as close as possible. If it's anywhere near 10 to 8 to 10 points in the fourth quarter, this should be a big-time game. Big-time. This game – if this game stays remotely close, um, it, all the fantasy goodness in this game. I like Singoon a lot. I like Kevin Porter Jr. a lot in this game. Uh, don't mind Green. Eric Gordon would probably be my least favorite. Um, Atlanta Hawks. This is a team that I'm really interested to see play. Um, DeJounte I, and Trey have been going off in preseason, like both of them. I, yeah, I I was saying it like I was talking to somebody the other day and I was like I could see the Atlanta Hawks winning the championship this year. Like I, I think that is that is the caliber of team this is in my opinion. Um if they could stay healthy, DeJounte and Trey Murray or Trey Young and DeJounte Murray playing together, like will will like this might this is one of the best one two guard combos in the league this year. Yeah, and honestly, I think this is going to help Trey a bunch. Oh, yes. Oh, because, yes. Because now, I mean, he's got somebody to take the pressure off him. He doesn't have to keep the ball in his hands every possession. And now, Stevie, they can run him off screens. He should get better looks when they run certain sets for him because they can't just key it on him and say, oh, well, Trey's going to have the ball. So, I I, I mean, I, I like this move for that reason I like Trey and DeJounte probably equally because I think they get there in, in different ways. Uh, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I love both of these guys. We talked about Houston. Shouldn't Clint Capella start out the season with 15 rebounds? Maybe like, I, 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 I mean, I, I think this is a good spot for him at 6,300, but I can't play every set. He's probably on the outside looking out for me uh, at, at center. And then Stevie DeAndre Hunter at 5,100. I like him a lot. Doing this game, this should be a game where these guys get rolling. So uh, I'm I'm thoroughly interested in these guys. 
Yeah, a lot of offseason moves. Hunter not competing as much anymore with this wing type of position. You know, Herder's gone. Um, so I think it's huge for him. It's what I think is interesting here is what the rotations look like for the Hawks. That is something that I'm really interested to see over the first um, you know, week or two of the season. Like what what are the rotations? Are they gonna check out DeJounte early and get him second team usage? Um do they really trust like Aaron Holiday and Justin Holiday to be the usage guys? Um, Jalen Johnson off the bench. Like it'd be really interesting to see what the um, rotations look like, but I, I think I'm with you as far as Trey and DeJounte. I think they're both really interesting for tournaments. Um, outside of that though, I don't have a ton of interest. Capella is okay. We've already talked about four centers more that I like more than Capella today. And he's just yeah. not going to make the cut for me. Like th- yeah. that at the end of the day, that's just what it is. He's just not going to make the cut for me today. Yeah, no, I'm act- that's what I'm saying. Like all the centers are too cheap. It- it's all of them. All of them. All right. New Orleans at Brooklyn, 230 and a half total in this one. Brooklyn, a three and a half point favorites on the New go. Orleans side. Hayes is questionable. Lewis Jr. and Liddell are outs. And then on the Brooklyn side, Curry, Harris, and Warren are outs. Let's start with the Pelicans. We come into a season where there's a certain someone named Zion Williamson who's not on the injury report on the first night of the year. Um, I think we're all very interested. Uh, He looks fantastic. Uh, Is he going to play minutes what are the minutes going to look like for him um i'm very interested to see how this goes for zion if he gets 30 minutes 91 is probably not high enough um we are going to see like ingram and valanchunas to cj mccollum's going to get usage herb jones is going to be out there playing defense Devonte graham's going to be your your usage guy off the bench with maybe like um nance and trey murphy and alvarado uh, what are your thoughts on the Pelicans? And then give me your thoughts specific, specifically on um, Zion. So it's, it's, it's this interesting combination of talent where CJ McCollum is probably priced right because of the amount of talent that's on this team. Brandon Ingram is probably priced right because of the amount of talent on this team. Uh, JV. Jonas Valanciunas is probably priced right. Uh, he's probably the first center that's not, you know, underpriced because of the talent on this team. And then you've got Zion, who essentially should be the star, but we don't know how they're going to utilize him, Stevie. If if I had to play one guy uh, from this team today, I actually still think it's C.J. McCollum. I think he's got the scoring chops the assist chops. I think he can get it done in multiple ways. I'm just not sure that Zion is going to play big minutes right out of the gate. And that, that's the only thing I'm thinking about. Like, instead of 34, maybe he's at 28. And that could still be enough. Like, that could very well still be enough for him to get there. I feel like C.J. McCollum is the best player on the New Orleans Pelicans. And then Zion's probably second. I think McCollum's too cheap. Um, I mean, it really, it's all about minutes for Zion, in my opinion. Like, if he gets 25 minutes, probably too expensive. If he gets 32 minutes, 
he's probably too cheap. Uh, right, right. <laughs> he had like he had, he's one of the he's one of the players in the NBA when healthy. Like he has the ceiling to have like a two fantasy point per minute type of you know upside. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Um, it, it's really interesting here for the Pelicans because, like you said, they they're just a really good team. Um, yeah, I mean, talent wise, we'll see if they're a good team or not, but talent wise, um, on paper, well, and I, I think they got enough pieces too. Like having a guy they like do. Larry, Larry Nance yeah. being able to come off the bench, Trey Murphy, being able Graham. To come off the bench. yeah, Grant, like they've kind of got a really good team, like on both sides, they can mix and match enough, like they got enough guard play to where Ingram can come off the floor, CJ can kind of lead the charge. And CJ can play the two guard if, if Graham comes in. Like they, they've got enough to compete this year, especially if Zion's healthy. This is a sneaky team in the West, I think. As as long as they're healthy, not to mention JV playing true center for them. Like I, they they have enough. Brooklyn side of this game, Simmons going to be playing. Uh, I mean, that is something that watch out. Really interesting. I'm really interested to see like what it's going to look like with Simmons, Kyrie and Durant. Um, Claxton is someone that I don't know if I love him in this spot against Valanciunas, but he's someone that I'm going to play a lot this year. Um, Cause I, I really do think that he's going to have a nice role in this offense and it's going to eat up rebounds. Um, Kyrie's not going to go rebound. So uh, talk to me here about the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, man. I mean, I think, I feel like Kyrie's too expensive. Like at 9,700, look, I I think Kyrie can score with the best of them. But 9,700 with ben, ben Simmons in the mix, I know Ben Simmons isn't going to take a lot of shots, but he should. If he gets back to just being himself, he's going to be a peripheral monster. Kevin Durant is 10K. Uh, that's probably right where he should be. I don't really want to play anyone from Brooklyn, Stevie. I, I just – Maybe Ben Simmons at 7K, but I, I think KD and Kyrie, KD's probably right where he should be. Kyrie, too expensive, I think. Simmons is someone that I'll be looking at, like, props for. Um, I'll be looking at rebound props. I'll be looking at assist props for him. Like, it's, Ben Simmons is interesting because he has triple-double upside. So, yeah. what is his points, rebound, and assist? You know, stuff like that. Like, right now on Sleeper, Ben Simmons is at 23 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Probably take the over on that. Not going to lie. Um, I think that he is someone that is capable of doing like 10, 8, and 8. And that's 26 on there's 23 and a half. So really yeah. interesting. Um, DFS wise, I mean, his upside is his triple double. Yeah, so, a baby triple double. Baby triple double. Still triple double. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Still absolutely. only 7K. And you can play him at small forward. But, I mean, tournament-wise, I think my favorite tournament play from the Nets, large field-wise, would be Kevin Durant. We are going to see Ben Simmons get Kevin Durant open looks. It's going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, again, if it wasn't Valanciunas on the other side of this game, I think I'd have interest in Claxton. But, um, yeah. So, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, moving on here. OKC at Minnesota, 227 total here. Minnesota on a 10.5-point favorite. No real big injury news for either one of these teams um, that I saw. Pascal's not going to play, but whatever. Um, not like that mattered anyway. But let's talk about the the Thunder first here. Big-time road dogs right out of the bat, right out of the gates. Um, any interest here in the Thunder? Oh, man, Stevie. Like... SGA is 8,700 in this spot. You know, Josh Giddy, 7,300. Why, why do I feel like the Thunder are probably actually appropriately priced or a little too expensive in some spots? Lou Dort, 5,400. Like, maybe that's a good price for him, but, you know, they're starting to stack young pieces. And how many minutes does he continue to get? I feel like Minnesota, Minnesota essentially should win this game handedly. I don't think I want to play anywhere from OKC here. I mean, that was my original thought, so I'm glad we're on the same page. There'll be plenty of times to play Robinson Earl this year, not against Rudy Gobert. No. I mean, it's as simple as that. Like SGA, if he was cheaper, sure. I mean, he he's going to be the usage guy on this team, uh, but. I still feel like this is going to be another tank season for the Thunder. Uh, I mean, I feel like they're going to they're going to let these young guys play, and they're just not going to be a very good team overall. And um, I mean, <laughs> for the NBA to work, you're going to have teams like this. It is what it is. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, new look Minnesota Timberwolves, kind of. Um, I mean, the biggest piece here is adding Rudy Gobert. Kind of lets Carl Anthony Towns be a free-moving four. Like, I'm really interested to see the dynamic of Towns and Gobert on the floor together. Like, who matches up with them in the NBA? I mean, that is uh, being, like, being like serious on the serious side of things. Like, who? Like, Looney and Green do match not match up with Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. Sorry. Um, Golden State needs Wiseman to get healthy really fast. Really fast. <laughs> Uh, talk to me here about the Timberwolves. Yeah, I mean, Rudy Gobert is probably a little bit too expensive for this matchup, and Carl Anthony Towns probably is too. Uh, Anthony Edwards may be too expensive for this matchup. D'Lo is probably right where he should be. Like, I'm expecting them to handle this game. I kind of don't want to play anybody from Minnesota outside of D'Lo. And, I mean, Minnesota's kind of got a, a team, too, here, Stevie. Like, when you look at the pieces, D'Lo, Austin Rivers, Noel, you know, uh, Anthony Edwards, 
Cal Anderson coming to this team, believe it or not, off the benches, I, I think a big up for them. Like I I know we're talking DFS. I think Minnesota's we'll see how how, how it all comes together. If they don't get the playoffs and pull off pull off a win this season, like man, uh, but but they should be able to get it done. I, I like the Minnesota Timberwolves. Don't really want to play them in this spot against OKC in a spot where they should essentially handle this team. I mean, the only guy that I, I could see remotely having a little exposure to if I was playing a lot of lineups, which I don't typically do in the NBA, and I definitely don't want to do it on the first night, is Jaden McDaniels. He's 4,500. He should start at the three for the Timberwolves. He's going to get some open looks with Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell. Um, McLaughlin could potentially be like the high usage guy off the bench, but this is not a spot that I'm going to end up playing a lot of pieces from Minnesota. Uh, we got the Hornets and the Spurs, 226 total here. Charlotte, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. No ball for Charlotte. Um, LaMelo out, which is kind of disappointing. I was really interested to see what he does this year. But start with your uh, Charlotte Hornets here, Will. No Lonzo ball kind of means more usage for Rozier, maybe more usage for Oubre and Hayward. Uh, what do you like here for Charlotte? Yeah, let me just say that this might be one of my favorite games on the slate for what it's worth. Uh, with with ball being out, it kind of changes the dynamics of, you know, how expensive this game is as a whole. I think Terry Rozier is definitely in play at 7,300. I don't think there's, there's no doubt about it. Like, he's big time in play here with no uh, – no LaMelo ball. I think PJ Washington might be slightly expensive. Kelly Oubre at 5,500 might be my favorite Hornet if he gets the minutes. Like last year when he got the minutes, he put up big numbers, Stevie. And I do mean big numbers. So uh, I, I like him a lot. And then, you know, a guy that could be sneaky, could be. I'm, I'm not saying he is. I'm wondering how are we going to handle Cody Martin in terms of minutes? Like, do, do we think he picks up big minutes in this game, or do we think Gordon Hayward has the big minutes? Like at 5,800, he's big time in play as well. So, you know, that's kind of what I'm looking at here. Hayward's too cheap. Uh, Ubre at 5,500 I love. And then Terry Rozier should be leading the charge. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I uh, I like the Ubre play a lot um, at his price and his potential usage with ball off the floor. Um, Rogier is fine at seventy three hundred, but I really think Ubre at fifty five multiple position uh, eligibility. I think that's where um, I'm kind of leaning here. I just I don't see a road of him not getting the minutes. Hayward at fifty eight hundred super interesting too, but. I don't know. Um, I think I lean Ubre, but Hayward is it, it, he'll make the list. It's just whether or not he'll make a lot of teams or not. Yeah. Uh, on the 
on the Spurs side, one of my favorite plays on the entire slate, Will, is another center. Here we go again. Um, Jakob Podol. This guy is really good. man. And Mason Plumlee is not. Um, P.J. Washington is not. (laughs) Um, So... We Yaka didn't start centers off and we didn't make any changes. Uh, I, so, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Sorry to cut you off. You're getting me excited here. No, I mean, listen, there's plenty to get excited about. You know, no DeJounte Murray means Trey Jones, Vassal, Keldon Johnson, a, a Spurs team that is really young. Um, really interested to see what this Spurs team looks like in general. Like, what are your thoughts here on San Antonio? I think this whole team is too cheap for how I think this this matchup is going to go. Like Trey Jones, forty two hundred, Steve. Uh, maybe one of my favorite plays on the slate. Devin Vassell, forty six hundred in this game, might be one of my favorite plays on the slate. Keldon Johnson, like I, this team is too cheap for a matchup with the Charlotte Hornets at home. Uh, Way too cheap. I, I hope we win the game, but this this should be a fireworks. This should be an explosion here. Um, all I mean, all all the Spurs are probably going to be popping in projections when they officially uh, hit the scene and get and get tinkered with and filtered down. Celtics are probably going to be everywhere, and for good reason. The only thing you're ever worried about is Greg Popovich, man. <laughs> but I mean, he's got a whole young team. Like he can't pop us early in the season, can he? I'm really, I'm really, really interested to see what this team looks like. I mean, are they going to be competitive is is a big question, but I think they're competitive in this game. They're at home. Charlotte's on the road. They're without their point guard. Um, yeah, I mean, this is. A, I think this is a good spot to target San Antonio at these these cheap cheaper prices. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Denver at Utah. 220 and a half total here. Denver is seven and a half point favorite. Um, no real big injury news in this game from what I saw. We'll start here with the the Nuggets. I mean, kind of the same look. Um, Nuggets team, Michael Porter Jr. healthy. Um, Bones Highland potentially coming off the bench with KCP starting. What are your thoughts here on um, Denver? Yeah, I mean, Jamal Murray's back. And, I mean, that should help this team. Uh, continue to flourish, continue to get better. Um, is is Jamal Murray too expensive? Maybe, maybe not. Um, I, I definitely think he's a tournament play. I don't want to start out the season playing Jokic at 10-3 with Jamal Murray back. I see that the upside continues to stick. And then even if he's 11K, it won't matter. Like, he'll still blow through that number. Um, so, you know, Denver has some pieces – but th- this game f- doesn't feel fun. It doesn't feel like they're going to be up and down a bunch. Uh, should have a lot lower possessions than like a sh- the Charlotte game or the probably even the Minnesota or the Pelicans game. So I-, I just I don't want to play a whole lot of guys from Denver. I think I'm going to let them all sit on the shelf until we figure out what's happening here. My question is, does Utah run a little bit more this year? This is a different looking yeah. Utah team. Um, they could. Colin Sexton, Mike Conley, Marketing, Olinick should start for Utah to start the season. We'll see how long that um kind of holds up because I just I think Kessler will finish the season as a starting center over him. Um 
But yeah, I mean, on the Utah side of this game, like I don't know, there's some cheap pieces that are are interesting. Like you got Jordan Clarkson who comes off the bench, now has to compete with like usage, maybe with like Malik Beasley. Um I don't know what to think here on the Utah side of things outside of like Sexton's 5,900. Um, where's the usage going? Look at the starting lineup. The usage is going to Colin Sexton. Like, yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. Will like he, he's someone that is way underpriced here. Yeah. I, um, uh... 5,900, Mike Conley, is he's not that dude anymore in terms of just going to outright score 25, 20 to 25 points a game. So you're right. I like Sexton. Uh, he's got a running mate in Laurie Marketing. Laurie might, might actually pick up more scoring now that he kind of – I mean, essentially he should have just as much of a green light as Sexton in this first uh, – this this uh, this first – so I, I like these guys. Uh how much Lori Market do I get? Mm. I Enough. Like, yeah. Enough. I, I feel like 20% is reasonable. Like, it, on this roster, he should essentially probably score 30 fantasy points a game with upside for 45 most nights. You know what I mean? Especially at this price. So, I like Lori here a ton. I like Sexton a ton. Heck, I like Olenek a ton. Uh, just this, this might not be the right spot to play Olenek. But there are going to be some spots where if he stays at this price, I'm in. I like Utah in this game. Um, specifically, Sexton and Marketing. I think both of these guys are fantastic plays. So, Dallas at Phoenix, 216 total here. Phoenix, a four and a half point favorites. Um, Bertans, Nick Lakina out for Dallas. Shamit out for Phoenix. A game that probably doesn't have too much pace, but has a ton of fireworks potential. Um, what are your thoughts here on Dallas? My question is, how much does the departure of uh, Jalen Brunson impact Dinwiddie coming off the bench? Like that, that's my like at fifty four hundred, Dinwiddie could just go off, right? You no Brunson in this way. No, no. no. It, Either way, so so here's what I'm saying. Like last season, Brunson would start and Dinwiddie would then come in, but then like they'd stagger him and pull one, leave the other, pull Luca, put Brunson back in with Dinwiddie. What I'm saying is like now, like they, they don't really have that looking at this roster this season. Like if they pull Luca, he's the guy, right? I'm yeah. saying the guard. Um so I I think I really like Dinwiddie here early to try to get a jump on what might be his one of his best seasons since the bad uh, Nets. But I, I, I think I like him a ton. Uh, don't mind Luca, of course, at, at 10, at 10-2. Like, I'm not going to try to convince you to not play these guys. Uh, I know at one point, you know, uh, what's his face? Jason Kidd talked about. You know, playing Christian Wood off the bench, whatever that is. But I think I think my favorite Dallas Maverick is, is Spencer Dinwiddie. I don't know if if Christian Wood doesn't start and they start they start McGee and Finney Smith, I guess at the four and the five, Bullock at the three, Dinwiddie at the two. Um, I 
kind of pay attention to what the Dallas starting lineup looks like in general. I think that could provide um, some some value in itself. Um, Phoenix side of this game, I mean, Devin Booker is really good. Bridges is good. Paul is good. Aiton's good. It's just they're all on the same team. And, you know, just looking at these prices, like Booker is 89. That's where he should be. Paul is 74. That's where he should be. Aiton is 62. That's okay. There's just so many more center plays that are better than him. Bridges is the guy that it's like, all right, he's 53. Kind of fits that value range. Um, what are your thoughts here on Phoenix? So, Devin Booker, 89. Like, in this matchup, should should be, I guess, a slightly tougher matchup right out of the gate. Um, I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach with him as well. Uh, eight and at 6,200, I really like, especially if he gets – he gets 30, 30 minutes right out of the gate. Like, I'm going to feel good about that. I think the wild card in this game might might be Cam Johnson at 5K. Like, does he pick up the minutes this season, uh, you know, that, that's really going to get give him a stable floor? I'm willing to run a flyer on him in this game against Dallas that should be competitive. Yeah, I don't hate the Cam Johnson call at all. We finish it out with Portland at Sacramento, 226.5 total in this game. Sacramento, one and a half point favorites. Um, this game is fun. This is a fun game. This is a this is the right way to end a, a 12-game slate. Start with Portland. Um, I'm really interested to see how this lineup looks. I would assume that it's Lillard, Simons, Hart, Grant, Nurkic. Yeah, Jeremy Grant's starting. Like, no way he yeah. doesn't start. And I would think Josh Hart would start. Um, so what are your thoughts here on Portland? I mean, against Sacramento, like, is it Dane time again? Like, does Dane come out and just, just get to work right away? Um, how does Jeremy Grant integrate into this lineup? At 5,700, I'm willing to take a shot on him against Sacramento. I can tell you that. Same thing for Nurkic at 6,300 against Sacramento. But I think I'm very interested in, in Dame at 9,400. Um, you know, he, he should be able to get to work here. Dame and Jeremy Grant are, I think, my two favorites. Um, Yeah, I think I think Grant's probably my favorite considering price. I don't mind yeah. Dame. Large field tournaments, Keon Johnson's interesting. I think he's going to have a huge role off the bench here um, with this team. So, just throwing that out there. If you want a large field tournament play, he's really cheap. Um, I think he's like 38 or something like that. And I could see him playing 25 to 30 minutes and getting double digit shot attempts with the second unit. So Sacramento Kings side here, Herder joining the Kings in the off season. Um, I mean, outside of that, you know, we got Sabonis, we got Fox, Lyles, Barnes, Mitchell should be the usage guy off the bench. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Kings? Yeah, Fox at 8,300. Don't hate in this spot against Portland. Uh, I want to actually see them play some defense. Um, so, hope you know, we'll see if if uh, if Coach Billups has kind of helped turn this thing around. Barnes at 5,300 right at the gate mm, might be okay. Um, but I'm with you. I, I think Mitchell at 4,800 off the bench. That feels like a really good tournament tournament play there for sure. 
Uh, anything else here for the Kings? Nope, not for me. I don't. I don't mind Sabonis, but at eighty-one hundred, I just I don't trust him enough right now. This is a game in tournaments like large field tournaments that you could potentially like stack a little bit because this game should be fun and there should be a lot of scoring. Could be a really close game as well. Um, so I mean, large field tournaments a really fun stackable game. So like that aspect of this game as well let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here fun 12 game slate uh, appreciate everyone that's hang, hung out with us over there on youtube make sure you subscribe to the rotor grinders uh, morning grind youtube page and hit the notifications when you that way you'll know when we go live so uh will favorite play under five thousand to go 7x using DraftKings pricing who do you got today Oh man. I think I'm going to go with, you know, a guy that we kind of looked at earlier. And it's one of these guys from from the Spurs. I think it's got to be Trey Jones for me, man. Like these Spurs are too cheap. Like it, Trey Jones I think is my guy. He has the potential to be the highest owned player on the slate. <laughs> he does. I mean, Facts. we'll see, but We'll see. Uh, I'm going to go Brandon Clark. Like I said, I'm very high on Brandon Clark coming into the season with no Triple J. I think there's a lot of um, ways for Brandon Clark to get 30 minutes, and if he does at 4,900, that's way too cheap. So I'm going to go Brandon Clark. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? (sighs) Give me Kyrie Irving. All right. I don't hate that at all. At 97. I'm going to go Jimmy Butler. Very healthy. I like it. Chicago team going up against a slow pace. I mean, both these teams like to play pretty slow. Um, so just overall, not a game that I expect uh, a ton of ton of pace from. So I'm going to go Butler. Uh, favorite 6X play on the slate. Who do you got? Listen, there, there are a lot of these, Stevie. Uh, I think I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay in the Spurs game. Hopefully, that's not cheating. And give me Jacopoto. Love it. Said he's one of my favorite players on the slate. Uh, no cheating when you're trying to go six x. We're just trying to give out the guy that we we really like. Um, I'm going to go Bam. I, I talked about it. You talked yeah. about it. Seems way underpriced. Um, don't love the matchup in general, but. I could see him putting up 40 plus fantasy points in this game. And um, I, I just think he's a little underpriced here. So um, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Will, who do you got that is going to be low owned? you think? I think there's a lot of guys that, that are going to be low owned. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with um, another one of these, these cheaper guys. A guy I talked about in the Houston Atlanta game, like give me Jalen Green. I don't, I don't think he gets a lot of ownership here. But once again, if the shot attempts are there, like this guy, he, he should be able to put up numbers. I like Jalen Green at fifty four hundred. I'm gonna go Evan Mobley. I'm very high on Evan Mobley coming into the season, so he has to be my let's get weird GPP play right off the bat. Could potentially get some ownership. I don't know what we're. I don't think we're too concerned about ownership 
on a 12 game slate anyway. Um, like Evan Mobley a lot here. Uh, favorites over under against the spread money line. Um, anything standing out to you here night before? Listen, man, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Take me over on the Charlotte Spurs. It's at two, two and a half. Yeah, 226. So, yep. Over on the Charlotte game. I like that call a lot. Um, I hate to do it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Houston plus 10. I'm going to take the points. I think this is going to be a really competitive basketball game. I think Houston is a lot better than they're getting credit for with this line. Um, they have a lot of young talent with a lot of scores. Atlanta's great. Atlanta is great. They're great. They're at home opening night. They're great. Give me Houston plus 10 um, here on opening yeah, night. I like it. All right, let's pop over to our sponsor, Sleeper, and give out the Sleeper 2 for 2, um, where if we both hit it, it's 3x. Um, they have a ton of stuff up here night before, which is, which is nice. Um, what do you like, Will? Let's see here. I'm looking at one of these earlier games, Stevie. And it's a game where I think these guys are going to be up and down. And judging by the roster and everything that I see, do we think, and here's my question to you, I think all the scoring on Indiana comes from a handful of guys. I think I'm taking Halliburton over points. Yeah, like I, I think he's half. too low. Yeah. I think he's too low. Yeah, 15 yep. and a half. I like that. Yep. Too low. I'm going to go to one of those earlier games too. 730 game, Brooklyn at New Orleans. Give me CJ McCollum over 20 and a half um, points. So we're attacking we're attacking some points. Um, I really wanted Jakob Podol over points and rebounds, and they don't have it up on Sleeper yet. But on DraftKings, it's 26 and a half at even money. So if you're in a state with legal betting, I love that. I'm about, I'm going to like, as when we get done with this, I'm going to go write that up on scores and odds. So I gave it to you all for free. Um, love that 26 and a half, even money over. I love that. I think Jakob Podol is going to be a staple for the Spurs this year. So yeah, there you go. For sure. So just posted, posted that two pick power um, play over there on sleeper all in. And um, yeah, if you're in the rotor grinder squad, you just saw it. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, nah, man, I am good. I mean, opening night, kicking this thing off again. Pumped to be able to come hang out with you, man. And uh, let's uh, let's help the people win. Yeah, always a ton of fun. So, yeah, I mean, that Golden State game started so late. We can go watch that and enjoy it. And um, <laughs> us old people will probably fall asleep watching it. So, um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. We'll be back tomorrow talking football, really small basketball slate. So we're just going to do the football podcast for Thursday. Next week, we'll start the two podcast um, type of shows again where you'll get basketball and football. But with the game so small tomorrow, just doing football. Hope everyone has a fantastic Wednesday. Good luck. We'll see you again tomorrow.